Good morning and welcome to ICTOS Next Gen. Wherever you are watching us today, depending on your timeline, greetings from ICTOS Next Gen. As we record this sermon, Iloilo City and the whole province of Iloilo is still on MECQ mode. Now, I don't know kung astasan o ini. Apang nagsaka na naman ang cases ng COVID diri sa aton ciudad kag sa bilog ng probinsya sang Iloilo. And just last week, I have friends who died of COVID-19 virus. I also have friends whose loved ones died of COVID-19. And so COVID is real good. Ganing nga dapat nga maghalong gid kita. Kun wala ka man lang sang importante gid nga kantuan, please refrain from going outside and just stay at home. Now, according to some experts, as long as we cannot reach the minimum 70% of our country's population to be vaccinated, we will just stay this way and COVID is here to stay. So we are only left with two options. You get yourself vaccinated or if you are not into vaccination, please stop spreading negative videos and articles about the vaccine, which you have not validated because you are only spreading fear and worry instead of helping the country recover. You know what? As I go around, may mga tao lang gijabala nga kadasig magpati sa kung ano nga video o kung negative nga article ang ilang mabasahan pati sa vaccine. COVID has greatly affected all of us since last year. Damo-damo na nga mga tao ang nagkalamatay sa COVID. Not to mention the worries and fears of those who were affected. Birthdays and weddings and anniversaries were cancelled. Same thing with graduation and oath-taking ceremonies. Milestones in life that only happens once in a lifetime. Trouble stopped and economies around the world were crippled. And according to experts, it will be this way until the next three years. Now I know nga, tanan kita na apiktuhan. Apang mas madamo pagigali yang nga mga kubos ang mas labaw nga naapiktuhan. May ara tawo nga nagapalapit sa akon nga nagapangita sang ubra kay kun indi siya kuno ka ubra indi man makakaon ang iya pamilya. I accommodated him but it will only be for two weeks because that's only what I can afford. Two weeks. After two weeks, no, I don't know. Why ako kabalo kung di naman siya makuha sa iya pagkaon? Kung di naman siya riwat mangita, ubra, agud nga may ara sila pagkaon. Grabe, no? Now, I know nga tanan kita na apiktuhan man in one way or another. But if you will just open your eyes and be sensitive to what's going on around you, you will see that in spite of what you are going through, compared to others, you are still blessed way beyond measure. Damo man gyapon sang blessing ang ginoo sa imo kabuhi. If you are watching me right now, damo ka man gyapon sang blessing sa kabuhi nga gina-enjoy halin sa ginoo in spite of what we are all going through. At least you are still in good and in perfect health. You are still in perfect shape. Maybe perhaps may ara man gyapon nga pagkaon sa inyo lamisa. Tigtinggo man gyapon kamo sa inyo pamilya. Unlike iya sa iban nga maski pagkaon, wala gid. And so, before we ship into a new series of sermons in the next weeks, this morning I want to speak to you about trust and courage in times of adversity. If you have your Bibles with you, please open your Bibles to the Old Testament, to one of my favorite parts of the Bible, to the classic story of David and Goliath, 
found in 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. We are going to study the whole chapter of 1 Samuel 17 because I want you to see the whole picture. I don't want you to miss the story as the Bible portrays it. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Shall we pray first? Father, as we open your word today, in the classic story of David fighting the giant Goliath, Father, I pray that would you speak to each one of us, most especially to each of your people watching me today. Wherever they are watching me, either here in Iloilo, in their cluster churches, in the privacy of their homes, or uh, maybe across the island or around the world. Dear God, I pray that would you use these words to speak to your people in a very special way. In the midst of what we are going through, open our eyes and calm our hearts. Knowing that you are God, you are our Father, you loved us, you care for us, and that you are in total and full control of everything. Bless this time together, Lord, with you and your word. Use your servant. Bless your people. This is my prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. First Samuel chapter 17, starting now in verses 1 to 3. Are you ready? Verse 1. The Philistines now mustered their army for battle and camped between Soko in Judah and Azekah at Ephes Damim. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Elah. So the Philistines and the Israelites face each other on opposite hills with the valley between them. Let's stop right there. I want you to understand that when this event happened, there was a leader. There was a king in Israel. His name is King Saul, the first king of Israel. And during the time of King Saul, during the reign of King Saul, there was an ongoing battle between the Israelites and their arch enemy, the Philistines. Now they were about to face each other with only a valley separating them. And anytime war may start between the two troops. So imagine on you. Imagine the scene. May ari diri sa sininga party. Ang mga Israelites, kag sa piyakman nga parte, amo ang mga Philistines. Sa piyakman nga hill, sa piyakman nga bungyod, amo ang mga Philistines. With only the valley of Ila separating the two troops. And war may erupt. And war may start anytime between these two troops. Now look at verse 4. Then Goliath, a Philistine champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel, and he was over nine feet tall. Now, archaeologists have dug up human bones in that region with height up to 12 feet. Ang akun nga height is 5'7", so you multiply my height na times 2 and add a few more inches. So, imagine nyo na lang, no? Amuning akun height, you add another 5'7 inches plus a few more inches, and that could be the height of Goliath. Verse 5, he wore a bronze helmet, and his bronze coat of mail weighed 125 pounds. Ang iya palang nga armor is more than 60 kilograms already. 
He also wore a bronze leg armor and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. Ang punta pa lang niya sa bangkaw ni Gulayat sobrana pito ka kilo. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. Now these verses and more describes to us how big Goliath was. Now Goliath came out and offered them a deal. Verse 8, Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight? He called. I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. Doon nami man nga deal, no? Nga nga mag-inaway, pegid kita. Why not engage in a man-to-man -man combat? Kun magdaog kamo, then we will be your servants. Kun magdaog ako, then you will be our servants. But look at verse 10. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul, look at verse 11, when Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. Now, this is the part of the story. Now, let's read the second part of the story that introduces us to our hero. Verse 12. Now, David was the son of a man named Jesse, an Ephratite from Bethlehem in the land of Judah. Jesse was an old man at that time, and he had eight sons. Jesse's three oldest sons, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shimea, had already joined Saul's army to fight the Philistines. Now, reading these verses, we can see that there was an enlistment to the army to fight the Philistines. Now, since their father, Jesse, was now old at the time of battle, he enlisted three of his sons the brothers of David. David was the youngest son. Verse 14, David's three oldest brothers stayed with Saul's army. But David, since he was the youngest, verse 15, went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep in Bethlehem. For 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champions strutted in front of the Israelite army. There was a standoff. There was a standoff between the Israelite army and the Philistine army for 40 days. Nobody made the first move. Nobody fired the first shot. There was a standoff between the two armies. And while there was a standoff between the two armies, the Philistine champion Goliath for 40 days taunted, mocked, the armies of Israel for 40 days, the word used here, strutted in front of the Israelite army. Grabe no? Dugi na sunlog niya ang mga armies ng Israel tungod sang kahadlok nila. Now here's the game changer. Verse 17. One day, Jesse said to David, Take this basket of roasted grain and take these ten loaves of bread and carry them quickly to your brothers and give these ten cuts of cheese to their captain. 
see how your brothers are getting along and bring back a report on how they are doing. David's brothers were with Saul and the Israelite army at the valley of Elah fighting against the Philistines. So David left the sheep with another shepherd and set out early the next morning with the gifts as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Body pa singgit singgit pa? Siguro nakakita man kamo sinang mga movies, sinang mga films, uh, just like the gladiator, wherein before they go to war, their captain or their leader would rally them to war. Their leader would give them a very encouraging speech and because of the encouragement that they get from the speech, they shout war cries. May mga, may mga singgit-singgit na sila. Now verse 21, Soon the Israelite and the Philistine forces stood facing each other army against army. This has been happening. <laughs> This has been happening for 40 days. There was a standoff between the two armies because wala iyasang ni Isaka army from the Israelite troops who was willing to face the Philistine champion Goliath. Verse 22, David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion, again, <laughs> from God came out from the Philistine ranks and David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. Verse 24, As soon as the Israelite army saw him, saw Goliath, they began to run away in fright. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife and the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. David asked the soldiers standing nearby, What will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine anyway that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? You see, in the mind of David, the armies of Israel are not just armies of Israel. They are the armies of the living God. And he was surprised to hear this Philistine defying the armies of the living God with the armies of Israel doing nothing. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, that is the reward for killing him. But when David's oldest brother Eliab heard David talking to the men, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway, he demanded. What about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle. What have I done now? Verse 29, David replied. I was only asking a question. So he walked over to some others and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. Then David's question was reported to King Saul and the king sent for him. The king sent for David. Sa ginabasa ko ni Bala, I was just wondering, nga nga si David, sige siya pamangkot, kung ano ang reward sa bisan sino nga tao nga makapatay sa sininga giant. Is it because in the mind and in the heart of David, para sa iya, kung amun ni kadako ang premyo, kung amun ni kadako ang price, Agod mapatay ini nga jaya. Simple lang ni sa akon, I'll do that. But maybe the offer 
Manginsan in law ka sang king, isa sa mga bata nga dalaga sang hari, perhaps guapa ining mga kabataan nga dalaga sang hari ipaasawa sa imo. And aside from that, you will be free, you and your family will be free from taxes. In Israel, maybe for David, this offer is too good to be true because maybe for him, killing this giant is, is nothing. Now let's go to the third part of our story. And this is the part where David met Saul for the first time. Saul called for David, and David met Saul for the first time. Now, don't worry about this Philistine. David told Saul, I'll go and fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. Grabe no. Kung para kay David, hapos lang niya ang magpatay sa sinigayan, para kay Saul, who was the king during the time, and a seasoned warrior at that, it's next to impossible. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. Now look at verse 34. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I will do this to this pagan Philistine, for he has defied the armies of the living God. Now here's the catch, verse 37. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. And Saul finally consented. All right, go ahead, he said, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet, and a coat of mail. David tried to put it on, strapped the sword over it, and took a step or two to see how it was like, for he had never worn such things before. And David said, I can't go in this, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and then put them into his shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and a sling, he started to cross the valley to fight the Philistine. Now the fourth and the last part of the story, verse 41. Goliath walked toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. Am I a dog, he roared at David, that you come at me with a stick? And he cursed David by the names of his gods. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and the animals. Goliath yelled. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies the God of the armies of Israel whom you defied. Today, the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Now, what do you call that? What do you call those statements that David made? 
That is called a declaration of faith. Initanan nga mga butang wala pa natabo sang declare ini ni David. But David declared it in such a way that he believed it will be so. We call that declaration of faith. Kun ano ang gindeklara ni David, amo man ang gina-expect ni David nga himuon sang Ginoo para sa iya. Now before we go to the part where I ask you the question, what can we learn from the story of David and Goliath? Now let me remind all of you listening to me today, watching me today, let me remind you once again that this story, the story of David and Goliath is a true story. These events that we have just read really happened more than 3,000 years ago. The place where it happened is still there in Israel. Maybe the landscape changed, but it is still there. The Jewish people, the descendants of David, are still there. In fact, they chose the star of David to represent them as a country and as a people, putting it in their flag. And most important of all, let me remind you that the God who delivered David from the mouths of lions and bears and helped him defeat the giant Goliath is the same God that we call our Father today. He is the same God who thinks about you and me all the time. The God of the Bible, the God of David, doesn't change and will never change. For He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, what can we learn from the story of David and Goliath? Let me share with you some insights. First, adversities and problems are natural occurrences of life. But sometimes it is the giants that blows them up out of proportion. Let me repeat that statement once again. Adversities and problems are natural occurrences in life. But sometimes it is the giants that blows them up out of proportion. Hindi naman iniyabag o ang gera sa mga katawahan sang Diyos sa daan na katipan. In fact, even during the time of Abraham, wars already exist between them and their neighbors. But what makes this one so different? Answer, it's the giant Goliath. Same thing happened in the book of Deuteronomy when Moses sent the twelve spies to the land of Canaan. Before that, they had already wars with the Canaanites who dwell in the land. They saw how God defeated Pharaoh and his armies when they crossed the Red Sea. But what makes this one different? You know why? They were overwhelmed by the size of the giants in the land of Canaan that they forgot the greatness of their God. Ang na-highlight na lang iya sa ila amo ang size ang mga tao nga nakita nila. Now listen, if we compare this with our present situation, it's the same. Ang inibala nga mga problema nga aton ginasugata subong. Ari naman iniya nga daan antes pa man nag-abot ang COVID-19. Pero nga ang nga daw mas na-highlight iniya nga mga problema subong haw kumpara sang una. 
tungod sang giant na COVID-19. For example, ang kapigaduhon. Sa una ya, you know, whether you like it or not, may mga tao manya nga pigado na nga daan. Siguro, mas naglabaw na ang ilang kapigaduhon. Subong, tungod sang COVID-19, ang pagmasakit. Wala pa man niya ang COVID-19. Sang una, damo naman niya nga daan nga tao nga masakit ton. Ang kamatayon, wala pa man niya nga ang COVID-19. Subong, sang una, damo naman niya nga daan nga tao ang nagkakapatay. In fact, if I'm going to review sa mga tao, sa mga nakilala ko nga abyan, nga malapit sa akon, nga napatay since last year, you know what? 90% of them died of other comorbidities just like pneumonia and diabetes and stroke more than COVID. Pero nga ayang nga mas daw na highlight ang ilang kamatayon subong. Tungod sa COVID-19? You know, listen to this. Ang importante, may COVID man o kung wala, nga ang aton niya kabuhi, kag ang aton niya nga pagsalig, ara sa ginoo. Ang ini nga mga problema ya, doon na ini. Unay ini sa tao, may COVID man o kung wala. Ang isa lang siguro, kabagay, ang isa lang siguro kabutang, nga nahimo sa covid sang giant that we call COVID is that though must na-highlight ang ini nga mga problema, ang ini nga mga challenges sa kabuhi tungod sang ato nga ginasugata subong sa siningation sang COVID-19. So that's it. Amunang una nga insight nga ako nakita diri. Problems and challenges in life are natural occurrences, natural part of human life here on earth. But sometimes it is the giants that blows it up out of proportion. Now, number two nga insight nga ako nakita diri sa aton story about David and Goliath. When you face giants in life, whatever it is, when you face giants in life, it will always be, listen to this, it will always be a battle between you and the giant and not somebody else's battle. You see, this story is not just about David and Goliath, but also about Saul and David. This is also a story about David and the soldiers of Israel. You see, all of them faced the same giant, Goliath. But each one of them have three different reactions. For the soldiers of Israel, whenever they saw Goliath, they ran away in fear. Sa kay Saul naman niya, kay tungod kay siya ang hari, nagpanago siya, malayo siya ya. Sakay Goliath. But look at David. Sakay David yalain. When he saw the giant Goliath, David took this as an opportunity to showcase the greatness of God. Sometimes I ask this question. Ano man, wala gada ay hansang kahadlok si David? Maski gamay lang? You know, in one of our family discussion, bala, my daughter Fides shared to me some facts about fear. And Inday said a very insightful thing about fear. So ni Inday, ang fear is also a gift from God. Because with fear, with the healthy emotion of fear, we can assess the danger. Mabatsaga natin nga may ara nga delikado. With the healthy exercise of fear, makatuon kita nga mag-take sang precaution. And Inday said, in fact, may ara ka psychological disorder 
Sang mga tao nga wala iya sang fear kay kun ang tao kuno wala sang fear delikado man kay sulong na lang siya nga sulong nga wala siya kabalo kun ano nga danger ang nagahulat sa iya. You know what the opposite of trust and courage for me is fear and worry. Fear is the opposite of courage and worry is the opposite of trust. Kag-amunya ang kulang kay Saul. Amunya ang kulang sa mga soldiers of Israel. They lack what? Courage and they lack trust. Wala sila sang kaisog. It's natural for us to be fearful sometimes. It's natural for us to be afraid sometimes. Especially when we face giants of life. But the question is, diin bala ni mo ginasintro ang imo focus? Ara bala sa giant? Nga dako? O kung sa imo ginoo? Nga mas dako pagin kan sa giant? Amun na siya nga question, I think ang aton dapat nga pagkasabton. Okay lang mana nga may ara kita nga kahadlo. Pero hindi natin pag-iallow ang ining kahadlok natin nga maglamon sang aton pagsalig sa ginoo nga nangin matuto man sa pag-provide sa aton sa aton nga mga nangin kinanglanon in the past when we also fight those same giants in the past. And this brings us to our last point. My third insight is this. When you face giants in life, always remember that God is way much greater than any giants you will ever face. And this is where David reminded himself of God's deliverance in the past. Now, I believe with all my heart that just like other emotionally healthy men, David have also his own set of fears. When you read the book of Psalms, how many times in the book of Psalms, uh, David expressed his fear of Saul when Saul went out hunting for his life. How many times uh, David escaped Saul's near-death attack sa iya? Kagdiriblan natin makita sa book of Psalms, naging pahayag ni David bala kung ano siya ang klase sang tao. That just like the rest of us, may ara man siya ang mga kaugalingon nga set sang mga kahadlo. But you know what? In fighting these giants of life, in fighting Goliath, David reminded himself of God's deliverance in the past. Normal sa aton ang magkahadlo. Normal sa aton kung kaisa ang magpanumdong. Pero hindi natin pag-i-allow ang ining pagpanumdom kag ang ining kahadlok na magpanaog sa unhealthy exercise of fear and worry. And this is where Saul and the soldiers of Israel failed. In the part of David, ara man gyapon sa iyaya ang iyang mga kahadlok. Sa tunga sa iya kahadlok, gin-remind ni David ang iya kaugalingon by declaring this before Saul. Nga ang Diyos nga nagluwa sa akon sa lion, ang Diyos nga nagluwa sa akon sa bear, amuman ini nga Diyos ang magabulig sa akon, pierde sa sininghiganti nga si Goliath. Now, I don't know if you have seen a real lion, pero ang real lion, do mga amunin siya kadako, oh. ang tuutuogid, ang full-size nga lion, do sobra pa sa akon hawak, Do baka kadako ang full size na male nga lion. Now I don't know kung nakakita man kamo sang tuod-tuod nga bear bro ang full size nga bear mga 8 feet tall amo na siya kataas ang bear. But you know what David said? 
Ang ginoo nga naghiluway sa akon sa sininga lion, ang ginoo nga naghiluway sa akon sa sininga bear. Amuman ang Diyos nga magahiluway sa akon, nga magabulig sa akon away kag pierde sa sining higante nga si Goliath. Now as we close, let me ask you, what giants are you facing in life today? Ano ba lang ang mga problema? Ano ba lang ang mga challenges? Ano ba lang ang mga bagay ang do para sa imo tamangid kadako, tamangid kabugat nga problema nga imog nasugata sa subong? It could be kapigaduhon ayhan. It could be fear ayhan nga basi madutlan ka. Ang imo nga bata nga nagaubra, ang imo bata nga nagagwa or ikaw man nga nagagwa, agud mangita sang ubra, matakdan ayhan sang COVID-19. It could be fear of death ayhan because you yourself have your own co-set of morbidities. It could be diabetes, it could be high blood pressure. It could be pneumonia in the past, kag nahadlo ka na anytime, matakdan ka sang COVID-19, kag hindi ka na makasurvive. Listen, ang aton Diyos, ang aton Amay, nga nagapanumdum sa aton all the time, ang aton nga ginoo, ang nagakare sa aton, halin sang una, hasta subong. Ang moment ni siya nga Diyos, ang magabulig sa aton away sa COVID-19, sa higanti nga atong ginatawag na COVID-19. Halin subong up to the next years. Huwag takabalo ko asasan o ang COVID-19 pero tub-tub nga ari ang COVID-19 sa sininga kalibutan. Let me remind you nga ang ginoo ari man diri. Kabay patani nga sa aton nga pag-sugata sa sining bago nga simana. Kabay patani nga sa aton nga pag-sugata sa sining bago nga adlaw. Hindi kita malipat nga ano man kadako sang higante, anuman kadako sang problema nga aton ginasugata. Ang aton amay, ang ginoo nga nagsustiner sa aton nga nangin matutom sa aton kabuwi sang mga nagliligad. Wala nagakambyo kag amuman gyapon nga ginoo ang magsustiner sa aton sa palaaputon. Shall we pray? Lord, I thank you for your word. Thank you Lord for the story of David and Goliath. And I pray that would you use these same words to comfort your people today as they listen to your word everywhere around the world. Bless your people, Lord. Bless this day and bless this week that the world may know that there is a God in this church, that there is a God in this world. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you and I hope to see all of you again next Sunday. Thank you. Good morning once again. Today is the first Sunday of the month here at Iktos Next Gen. And traditionally, every first Sunday of the month, we celebrate the Lord's Supper here in our church. This Sunday sermon about David and Goliath brings us to the question, Whatever happened in the past, kung anuman ang mga nagkalatabo sang una, most especially in the story of David and Goliath, Will it be still true today? Possibly ay han nga matabo man inaliwat sa subong? And you know what, my friends, brothers and sisters in the Lord, my answer is a resounding yes. 
the Bible in the book of Hebrews gave us this declaration that the God of David is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And the Lord's Supper is not just a celebration of the Lord's life, death, and resurrection, but Jesus commanded us that whenever we do this, let's remember Him. Let's bring Him back to our memories. The Lord's Supper is a great reminder to each one of us partaking this this morning, wherever you are, wherever you will be partaking this. The Lord's Supper is a great reminder of the love of God and the care of God for each one of us. Not only of the love of God and the care of God, but also His presence in each one of us. The Bible clearly declares, whenever you do this, do this in remembrance of me. The bread reminds us of the greatness of Christ's sacrifice. The bread reminds us of His body, which was broken, which was bruised, for all our sins. His body who carried away all our sins. And the juice, the grape juice, remind us of His life blood, which was spilt to cover all our sins. And the book of Romans chapter 8 tells us that if God spared not His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how shall He not also choose to freely give us all things through Him? And so whatever giant you may be facing today, whatever challenges, whatever problems, whatever fears, whatever worries you are facing today, as you partake the Lord's Supper this morning, remind yourself of this truth, that the God of David is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the fact that you are partaking the bread and drinking the juice, you are reminding yourself not only of the greatness of God's sacrifice for you to save you from sin and hell, but also the presence of God in your life until you see Him face to face. And so let me invite every Christ follower, let me invite every believer this morning to partake the Lord's Supper with us. This is also a great time for us to examine our relationship with God and with each other. If there is something that hinders God from blessing us, if there's something that hinders God from blessing others through us, this is also a great time for us to confess those sins before we partake the elements of the bread and the juice. Shall we pause for a moment of prayer before we partake the Lord's Supper? If you want to take this time as a time of confession, you may do so. If you want to take this time as a time of praise and worship, you are also free to do so. Dear God, as we partake the elements 
of bread and the juice that reminds us of your body, which bore all our sins, and your lifeblood, which you shed to cover all our sins. Dear Lord Jesus, we want to thank you once again for your great love for each one of us. And may this remembrance, may these elements that reminds us of your great love will also assure our hearts of your care, of your presence, and of your promise. I pray, dear Lord, for you to bless these elements. Bless the bread and bless the juice. And bless the elements as well, which your people have prepared and about to partake. Sanctify these elements, Lord, for your glory. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. As you hold the bread in your hand, please repeat these words after me. I eat this bread to remember the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for all my sins. Shall we partake the bread in remembrance of the Lord? As you hold the cup in your hand, please repeat these words after me. I drink the juice from this cup to remember the lifeblood of the Lord Jesus Christ, which was broken for all my sins. Shall we partake the juice in remembrance of the Lord? The Apostle Paul clearly declares that whenever we partake this, the bread and the juice, we do show the Lord's death until He comes again. Shall we pray? Father, I pray for your hand of blessing upon each of your people watching me this morning. Wherever they are, dear God, I pray that you bless their families. I pray, dear God, that would you keep them healthy. I pray, dear Lord, that would you protect them from the virus that is around us today. Bless your people, Lord. Bless their families. Bless their businesses. For your glory and for your honor. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. And hope to see you again in the next Lord's Supper next month. Thank you.